Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Thank you all so much for being here. Um, either you're here because we're working plank or you didn't know we were going to work plank. And uh, <laughs> either way, we're going to work plank tonight. Um, and we're not going to overwork it, I, uh, I, pr I promise. Uh, but we will go over some of the things that make for a good plank because there's nothing better for our abdominal core than a good plank pose but uh in my mind it's kind of like and you can you can make your own analogy but it's like the perfect grilled cheese sandwich like you know like a grilled cheese sandwich there's like it's pretty simple but like a really good one is like really good and when it's like really not good it's kind of gross and soggy and weird like, like that to me is plank it's like he's like the good like, like it's gonna be so good for you or it's gonna be like bar food, <laughs> and <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna come away from the uh, the kids menu and the uh, the bar food and the grilled cheese sandwich that sat around for like six days, and uh, do the peak plank work that doesn't need to be like excessive, but we need a lot of of really good details because we're trying to hold our own weight sideways against gravity, and it's important to to do it well, and sometimes that means doing a little less, um, putting knees down, taking a rest, but getting the quality in with each one. So we'll work on quality in a couple different ways to start off. We'll move through the regular routine of flow and, and incorporate the planks in there, and then we'll stretch out and we'll call it good. So we're going to start on your back in Shavasana and stretch out long. We won't be here uh, too long, so enjoy a few breaths. Bring your hands to your midline and feel your abdominals. So this month we're focusing in on them. And in, in both ways that we want to work with our musculature, like the whole body, right? We want the muscles to be strong and resilient. Right? So the both, uh, and the component of tone and strength, but also ease and length. So that the abdominals are able to allow our breath in and our breath out. So that we're able to release deeply when we need to. And we probably have all experienced the feeling of the knot in our stomach or that punch in the gut feeling. And that physical hugging into the abdominals is part of our, our protective system. It's also something that we can undo. We can look for stress in the abdomen and undo it to allow more breath flow, more blood flow, more ease for our nervous system when we need to. Knowing how to work with these muscles in both directions, it's just like the hamstrings or like the biceps. We want those things to be strong. We also want them to have ease. Same with the abdominals. We'll come back to, to this work of, of creating ease there. But for now, if there were a pose called strong shavasana, you're going to take that pose. So flex your feet, squeeze your legs. Draw your abdominals in. Press your shoulder blades to the mat. Press the back of your head to the mat. And so basically, strong shavasana is upward facing plank pose. You got your heels, sacrum, your rib cage, the back of your head, all in one line pressing down. The front of your body is pressing the back of your body into the floor. that and go for just like Shavasana, the real one, where everything melts. And then again, go for the strong one. There's same pose, but you've changed the energy of it, you've changed the tone of it by your, your muscular work here. One thing we're going to notice here is the interplay between the sacrum on the floor and the low back being light maybe lifted off the floor, maybe on the floor. 
okay it's going to be lighter than the sacrum and it's not going to arch up go ahead right now and willfully arch your lower spine up not to the point that it hurts you but just like let your your, your spine rise up away from the floor tailbone's going to point down toward the floor hips are getting heavier and the lower back's getting lighter okay. this would be the equivalent of letting the belly hang in plank right if you reverse it bring everything back into alignment and take your time doing it sacrum level Feel the abdominals pull in to support the low back in its natural curve. And then do the opposite, like like you were thumbprinting your lumbar spine into the floor or, or trying to. Really pull deeply in. Sometimes in yoga we do this action, totally cool. Uh, but as you may notice right now, it's creating a lot of stress and rounding the back that's probably not super helpful to your breathing. Let that go. Let the low back take its natural shape. Release into just that soft Shavasana again. Low back's in its natural shape. Keep that part of that. Strong Shavasana, everything else. Legs firm. Abdominals firm. Pressing the back of your head into the floor. Ribcage into the floor. Keep that. Slide your feet in. Bring your knees to 90 degree angles. Feel like we're getting ready to do belly twisting pose. And then straighten your legs directly up in the air like we were in hips on a block. Check in again with your sacrum and the low back curve right? and hands to your abdominals. Just feel the muscles around as they support the work of your legs up there. Okay, so the abdominals aren't doing the work of holding your legs up. They're supporting the lumbar spine as the legs extend. I'm going to take the right leg about halfway down and then almost all the way to the floor. Just feel what's going on in your abdominals with your hands. Just feel what's going on underneath. Then lift the right leg back up. And we'll do the same thing with the left leg. Just about halfway down. And about all the way to the floor. Feel the work that's going on underneath your fingertips. And then pull it back up. You can repeat with the right leg or both legs down. About halfway. Maybe uh, a little bit lower than that. Maybe you go almost to the floor, but feel the abdominals work. Feel the low back staying in its natural shape. And then bring the legs back up. Have a breath here. Rest, because that's a lot to do. And one more time with your hands on your abdominals. Lower the legs to whatever degree you can maintain. Sacrum level, your low back in its natural shape. You don't get a medal for how low you get your legs. You do get benefit for keeping your low back in its natural curve. Bring your knees into your chest when you're ready. Give them a good hug in. That's probably enough there. A little rock side to side. That's one of those things that if you were doing it properly, it was absolutely enough. If you weren't doing it properly, then we needed to get the heck out of there. So <laughs> one knee in each hand. We'll spin the legs around. I'm going to guess that everyone was doing it properly. Take the knees all directions. Let the leg bones move. So that kind of stability work is just plank, but in reverse. So what we have to our benefit on the floor when we practice those actions is the uh, the feedback that we get from the floor. We can feel that we're pressing against it. We can feel that we're in one line. It feels really weird to arch the back too much or round the back too much. We're going to turn this over, and we're going to have to use more of our our proprioception, more of our own internal awareness. So, knees to chest, nose to knees, rock up and back, and you're going to make your way around to hands and knees pose. When you come to hands and knees, it's just like Shavasana, hands and knees can be done just hanging out here. And if we hang out here, and, and literally just hang out here, gravity is going to win. Gravity is going to pull the, the low back down, it's going to pull the rib cage down, the heart down, the face down. You can do that. You can, you can experience that. It's a low-stress pose. You can take a moment to, to just experience it. Then we can also make this a strong hands and knees pose. Press hands down. Press feet down. Draw in through your abdominals. So the abdominals that run between your hip points. They run between your lowest ribs. Everything in between there. Then lengthen forward with your sternum. Pull your heart forward. I just feel the difference between pulling your heart forward and elongating, bringing your abdominals into their natural length, and then dropping the sternum in. Not really going to cat pose, but 
like we were going to go there and the sternum's just rounding down the face drops right then draw the heart forward and lift the back of your head up in line and just feel what that does uh, not just for the chest and the head but for the abdominals one more time let your face drop toward the floor and let the upper body just kind of round in with the sternum drop feel what that does in your abdominals and then draw the heart forward feel what happens to your waist when you do that what happens when you draw the back of the head up just whatever you notice you notice and it's totally cool and then we're going to sit back to child's pose and just pause so when we do things like this looking for the noticing looking for the proprioception you don't need to have words for it you're not going to have to write a paper on it there won't be a test and you don't have to really even worry about remembering it we're just trying to imprint some sensations in your body and the one that we're looking for most in plank and plank-like work is a feeling of stability and strength at the center of your body if you're feeling that like that's what you're going for the shape of the pose is irrelevant how many you can do is irrelevant right. you're, you're creating a situation in your body that feels stable and strong right. and then if you get a, you get to a point where you're fatigued so much you can't get there come back to a pose like this where we practice being at rest and at ease and breathing right. so you've got these poses that aren't tests of what you can do but are here to allow you to practice what you need to practice come on back up to hands and knees and once again just let it become that kind of hanging out pose and, and just kind of wiggle around actually actually feels kind of good like you just like there is nothing wrong in hands and knees with just kind of messing around because this, this a little stretch pose go with the uh the cat cows go with the the roundabout cat cows move the rib cage around right hanging out in this pose allows you a lot of room to have mobility and get some stretching in and, and that's good right. bring it back to center and create stability at your core by pressing first your hands and feet down drawing your lower abdominals up draw your heart forward lift the back of your head in line we're going to step the right foot back, just the right leg. Squeeze it tight. Press your hands down. Press the right foot down. Lift the back of your head. And press down so firmly that your left knee gets light. Just let it get light. Just have that physical sensation of left knee, left shin light. And then release everything back down to hands and knees. Other side. Left leg back. Press your hands down. Draw your heart forward. Lift the back of your head. As your hands and foot press down, get the sensation that your right leg is light right? so it's coming from grounding down drawing long lifting your abdominals but then put everything back down hands and knees we'll take a cat cow as you come to cow pose come down to your elbows and we'll draw your heart forward here look forward and then level out so your gaze just about at your thumbs right here let your head once again drop down face toward the floor and then lift the back of your head pull your head up into alignment set your gaze out forward towards your hands we're going to step the right foot back and then the left foot back so now you're in forearm plank press the forearms into the floor hands could be flat hands could face each other bring right knee down and then left knee down uh, with the forearms pull into the mat draw your heart forward lift the back of your head elongate step your left foot back squeeze that leg tight step the right foot back long through your heart heart forward back of the head lifts and then left knee down right knee down child's pose breathe out this idea of letting the heart and the head kind of lead this thing right? the heart pulling forward lengthens the front body the head pulling up in line uh, a is good for our neck but B helps the whole kind of spinal alignment orient itself right we are always gonna have to do that work we're never gonna get so good at yoga that gravity doesn't apply 
until you get to that stage of yoga that I haven't gotten to yet, I guess. Uh, I haven't found a teacher who's gotten to that stage either. Uh, when, when I find one, I'll let you know. We're always going to be doing this work of lengthening and of lifting right, to steady ourselves against this pull downward. Kind of a metaphor for life. But definitely a, a way of holding ourselves and strengthening ourselves right, physically. Come on up to hands and knees again. Press the floor away. Step the right foot back and then the left foot until you are in a high plank. Press the floor straight arms, as straight as yours go. Press the floor with your feet, straight legs, as straight as yours go. Then Draw your heart forward, back of your head back. Feel your abdominals elongate. Your waist draws in. So all the muscles of the core body are hugging inward to support the natural curve of your low back. From plank, press back to down dog. So the work of the abdominals in plank is to support the spine. Arms and legs, they gotta, they gotta do their own job. Abdominals hug in to keep the spine in its natural curves. Come forward to a high plank. Squeeze your legs. Draw your heart forward. Lift the back of your head in line. Keep everything going. Just put your knees down. Everything else just stays going. You can continue to work your abs just as hard. You can squeeze them in just as much. We're working against less resistance here. The, the tone, the sensation of work can remain the same. Then turn the toes under, squeeze the legs straight again, and press back to down dock. Always appropriate to use your knees in plank. If you find yourself rushing your planks, put the knees down and practice that organization, the structural integrity. You will get stronger. If you practice rushing through a messy pose, you'll get better at rushing through a messy pose. On your inhale, come forward to a high plank. Squeeze your legs, draw your heart forward. We're going to pick up the right foot and just hover it right above the floor. So as if you had a block between your two legs, hug the legs in toward one another. Keep the right leg low. Draw your heart forward, press the floor away. Left or right foot down and press back, down dog or child's pose. When we lift a leg, and you're welcome to lift a leg and plank to make it harder for yourself anytime, keep it low to allow the core body to stay uh, in support of the low back. Come forward again to a high plank, press the floor, draw your heart forward, back of your head lifts, and you're going to pick up the left foot, point it back. That's enough to, to pick it up off the floor. Then imagine a block between your legs, hug in on it, heart forward, back of the head lifts in line, a breath in, and then foot down, breath out, down dog. Look forward to your hands, walk forward into a ragdoll, if you wide, wrap your arms around each other, and let your head drop. Back of your neck gets soft. Let the upper back receive breath. And sway a little bit, move around. It's a good place to do that. your hands to your mat and walk your feet together as you press down into your feet rise up to standing mountain pose reach up overhead and then bow forward we'll bend at the knees heart forward and then the spine rounds over the legs you let your head drop you're basically going to recreate plank in the halfway lift. So press your feet down, 
draw the abdominals up. Let your hands slide up far enough that you feel your body parallel the floor. Heart forward, back of the head back. And then release down slow over the legs. Press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. Squeeze your arms. Bend your fingers. And you exhale. Bow forward. Bend the knees. Let your chest, your shoulders, your neck, your head release. From here, inhale, halfway lift. And from your hips to your head, you define the same alignment as plank abdominals up. Heart forward. Exhale, release down. One more time, press your feet down and rise up. With an exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. And do that thing where you're imagining this as plank. Then bend your knees. Keep the body in the plank until the hands plant. Then step back. High plank. Keep looking forward. Keep pulling your heart forward. Do it even more. you got a breath in here to elongate, to neaten up the plank. And exhale. Low push-up. Keep the same things going. Legs tight. Heart forward. Back of the head up. Upward facing dog. Breathe in. And downward facing dog, breathe out. The whole time we're, we're moving to plank and, and chaturanga, we're doing that action to keep the spine in line. So look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And then breathe out, bow all the way forward. Pull your abdominals in, feel the rounding of your spine after the work and its natural curves and against gravity now you're going with it press your feet down inhale reach up squeeze your legs lift your heart reach out through your fingers spread out of your hands exhale bow forward breathe all the way out take your time so gravity doesn't drag you around breathe in lift halfway that's one of the reasons we're setting this up so intricately in the body, right? Preparing yourself to then plant your hands, look forward, draw your heart forward, step back, high plank, take your time, in high plank, squeeze your legs, abdominals hug in, heart forward, you're looking forward, exhale, low push up, keep all that action, breathe in, upward facing dog, breathe out, down dog. And look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Pause here. We'll do something different. Look toward the back of your mat, plant your hands and step your feet back there. And pause. Are you in a plank or anything that resembles a plank or is it just kind of like, it's that, it's that soggy grilled cheese sandwich of a plank? Press back to down dog or child's pose. We're not even going to try to fix that. Uh, it's pretty common. Uh, it's pretty Gravity is pretty common. Pulling your, your heart and your, your head down. Right? But it's also pretty common that we look back when we step back. And if you're crossing the street, it's a really good idea to look where you're going. When you're trying to step back to plank, it's a terrible idea to look where you're going. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop top of the mat. To contrast that here. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back. There's a spot that you're looking at when you create that flat back. Keep it. Bend your knees, plant your hands. Keep looking forward as you step your feet back. You've got a high plank that becomes a low plank simply by bending the elbows. Everything else pulls up more. Legs, abdominals, heart pulls forward. Then upward facing dog. Good. And down dog. Breathe out. breath here. So we're not really fighting gravity. The best way I've heard described is that we're surfing gravity. You're setting up these conditions in your body to be able to ride that wave of breath down to the low push-up. 
look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Look in the sun V. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, draw your heart forward. Step back, legs tight, abdominals tight. Lift the back of your skull as you bend your elbows. Abdominals in, heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Hands down, neck long. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Good. Step your right foot forward. Plant both feet, come up warrior one. Exhale, bow forward, hands to the mat, look forward, pull your chest forward. We're going to high plank and you're going to get an extra breath here. Inhale, lengthen it out, firm it up. Exhale, low push up, chaturanga, heart forward, lift the back of your head. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Yes. Breathe out, down dog. Left foot forward, back foot flat. Inhale, reach up, press the floor, lift your abdominals, fan out through your fingers, take time to do it well. Bow forward with your breath out. You got plenty of time because we're going to a high plank and you're gonna have the whole inhale to then elongate your body. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Gazes forward, hearts forward, the back of your head lifts, low push up. Breathe all the way out. In, up dog. And breathe out. Down dog. Good. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Heart forward. Back of the head lifts in line. And exhale, bow forward. Sit your hips back, Ukitasana. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Really precise here. Keep pulling your heart forward. Back of the head lift. We'll step back. Bend your elbows as you breathe out. Pull the abdominals in. Lift the back of your skull. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Hands down. Heart up. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. When you're empty, step your right foot forward. The whole breath in to lift up, extend, expand. Hands to the mat. Step back. Chaturanga. Draw your heart forward. Lift the back of your head. Elongate through your front body. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Press down. Breathe out. Down dog. When you're empty, left foot forward. Plant both feet. Reach up. Elongate. And then exhale, look forward on the floor. Plant your hands, step back, pull your heart forward. Great. Bend your elbows, squeeze your legs, abdominals in, everything supporting your spine. And upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Breath in. Long, slow breath out. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold forward. 
sit back, Utkatasana, chair pose. Then hands to heart center, we'll take a twist. Left elbow hovers over the right knee. Hover, lift your chest. Heart forward, back of the head back. Breathe in, open your arms. Good. Bring right shoulder blade towards your spine, left shoulder blade away from your spine. And then exhale, bow forward and walk the feet apart. You can catch the big toes if you like Padangasasana or hands to your shins. But recreate the flat back, the length of the body like plank. And then exhale, bow forward, wrap your arms around your legs or any other hand position you like. Release your legs or your feet. Walk them together. Inhale. Utkatasana, chair pose. Nice. You look great. And hands to heart center. And twist. Sit your hips back. Hover the elbow. Right, the elbow becomes a knee-seeking missile, but hover it at center. Look down. Elbow in line with your big toes. So look at your elbow. Look at your big toes. Put them on the same line. Yep. Then turn the left shoulder on top of the right. So stack the shoulders at center. Then we'll open the arms as much again at center. My top arm doesn't love going up in this pose. If yours doesn't either, hand to the hip. Shoulder on top of shoulder at center. That matters. Exhale. Bow forward. Walk your feet apart. And you can slide your hands underneath if you like Parahasasana. Inhale. Lift halfway. Then exhale, bow forward, down and in. Let your head drop, let your jaw soften. You set your gaze back there, let your eyes relax. Your breath steady. your hands, walk feet together, crouch down, heels together, knees out to the sides, slide your arms up into your legs and just pause there, so you've got legs to arms, feet are together, hug knees to arms, press the arms to the knees, that's as far as you go, that's cool, if you want to lift your feet, use your hamstring muscles, use your glutes, Bend the knee joint to get your feet up. The action is rocking your weight into your hands. The forward action. Once you've got the weight in your hands, then the feet get light and the legs can curl themselves up. Draw your heart forward. Look forward. So that stuff we were working earlier, super important right now to jump back into low push-up. Maybe you do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the difference between uh, kind of having to reposition yourself and actually being in the plank when you get there. So look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, crouch down again. We're not going to even go into crow, so you're just going to crouch down. You're going to put your hands out a little bit in front of you. So what happens if we don't draw our heart back is that we end up behind our hands, or draw our heart, I'm sorry, draw your heart forward. Otherwise, we end up behind our hands and the whole plank kind of collapses. So go ahead right now, just like uh, knees to arms, rock your weight forward in your hands. Leave your feet on the floor for now. Draw your heart forward, look forward, and jump your feet back while you pull your chest forward. Yeah, so you land in the chaturanga. Then you can take the up dog. Then we'll make it back to child's pose and pause. You never have to jump back from crow. But learning the mechanics of it right, so that you end up in chaturanga helps to solidify that idea of your heart goes forward right, when you step back. Like lead with your heart. Heart goes forward whenever you're going back to plank. 
back of your head lifts whenever you're going back to plank. Whether you're going from chaturanga, uh, sorry, crow, or half lift, or lunge, or the warrior, or whatever it is. Heart and head up. Just keep thinking that. Like, keep thinking that all day long. Come on up to your hands and back to down dog. And look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, inhale. Reach up to stand, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart. We'll take eagle, wrap your right arm underneath. And right leg over top. Upper back, receive breath. Next inhale, we're going to unwind this to warrior three or airplane. I like something in between, which is like airplane hands to heart or warrior three hands to heart. I don't know which one it is, but something in between. One more breath where you are. And we'll all go hands to heart to bend the standing knee and place the back foot down into a lunge with hands at your heart. And then twist, hover the right elbow at center. Draw your heart forward so your thumbs are on your sternum. Press your sternum forward into your thumbs. Elongate yourself. And bring your head into line so the chin's not leading forward. Check it out. Back of your neck long. Inhale, open your arms. When you exhale, look to your mat. Plant your hands, pause. Draw your heart forward, look forward. Step back, just foot back, chest forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Make sure the back of your head's lifting. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and breathe out, fold down and in. When you breathe in, we'll reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, left arm underneath. And left leg over top for eagle. Set your gaze through your arms. Let it soften. Face soften. Jaw soften. Body fills with breath. Front, back, and sides. Warrior three or airplane. One more breath in, heart forward, back of the head lifts, so back of the skull up, and then hands to heart center. You're going to bend your standing knee. Until your left toes come down so lightly, you're in a lunge, you have control, and you can twist. Stacking your left shoulder over your right, you hover. Take out any rounding of your back. Pull your heart forward. Yeah. Okay, so we're not trying to get across the leg. That would force us to round the spine. You know, your heart going forward just as much as you would in plank or in that jump back. So squeeze your back leg with your thumbs at your sternum. Press your sternum forward into your thumbs. You can open the arms here. Keep the sternum drawing forward. When you exhale, look to your mat, plant your hands, pause for a moment. Look forward, draw your heart forward on the foot. Exhale, step back. Low push up. Heart forward, back of the head lifts. Then upward facing dog. Hands down, 
hard up, back of your neck long. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Let's contrast that. Step your right foot forward and back knee down. Twist with your right hand to your right thigh. Let's just, uh, just make it simple. It's a low, low stress position, uh, but go ahead and round your spine over toward the, the knee. Unless that's, like for some of us, our SI joint doesn't want us to do that. Don't do that if you, if you can. Right, but but kind of curl in, kind of like, like with your gaze, see your hand, see your knee. And then unwind that and just look to the floor in the way that you are right now and step back to whatever would constitute the plank-like thing you would get from that position. Then bring your knees down and sit back to child's pose. So when we get kind of goal-oriented and it's like elbow to knee and, and get across there and we can sometimes take our spine way out of alignment and then we end up trying to do a plank in that alignment which you know, could could set us up for for pain it can also just set us up to not fully utilize the plank for strengthening right we, we can end up in that like just get through it plank like that somewhat inedible grilled cheese sandwich and so each time we step back into the plank to, to be really good at it, to have it be really good for us, moreover, to unwind and take the time to really organize it. So come up to uh, hands and knees, down dog, wherever you want to get there. Get left foot forward into that low lunge. Left hand to the left thigh, rotate. And then uh, as long as your low back has no problem with it, just let a little round come into the spine. Pretend like you're, you're trying to get the, the body over the leg, right? So if, if we do it like this, for some of us, that's not going to be an option, but for some of us, you know, it can just kind of get this way. Then you just, like, unwind and look down at the floor, place your hand, and just kind of imagine the plank that would be from that position. Now come back and take the twist again and re reorganize the twist so that heart's moving forward, chest is lifting up, when you look down, you see the center line of your mat. When you take your left hand to the mat, you draw your heart forward, then tighten the back leg, step back, low push up from there. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. And the great thing about breathing practice like this is you do have the time to organize yourself well here, right? Even if it takes you an extra breath, right? The point is to be organizing your body well, to breathe well, to move well, ultimately to be well. Life doesn't always hand us that luxury, but yoga does. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back, heart forward, abdominals up. Like when we take the time to do it well, you're also taking the time to get more out of it. If you're here purely to work out, take the time to get all the muscles engaged. Exhale, bow forward, breathe out. If you're here for meditation, take the time to give full breath. Breathe in, reach up to standing, mountain pose. Take dancer, right arm down. We're going to take it uh, with the hand to the outside of the foot so that the thumb is pointing down in the direction of the ankle bone. Press your hips forward so this becomes more of a quadricep and hip flexor opening. It's almost like you're trying to drop your tailbone underneath you. Breath in. When you breathe out, you can bring your left arm down too. Catch the foot on either side. And then kick the foot back into the hand. So it's kind of like bow pose. If the hands don't get to the foot, no big deal. But we're basically doing the reverse of a plank right now. Bring the arms back behind us and allowing the front body to stretch out. Keep a breath in. And breath out. Hands to heart, foot to mat. Get a breath. 
breath out. On an inhale, we'll reach up. And then left arm down. And catch the left foot. Outside, and first that runner stretch where press the, the hips forward and draw your abdominals in. You're trying to tuck your tailbone. I don't know if this is actually called runner stretch, but for some reason, it gets stuck in my mind as runner stretch. Breath in, heart up. When you breathe out, right arm down. Catch the foot, lift your chest. Breathe. Breath in. Breath out, we'll release hands to heart, foot to mat. Press your feet down, rebound up through your body, feel the back of your head lift up and away from your neck. Be drawn up by that lift of your head. Feel the space for breath in the center of your chest. Feel the spaciousness created when your abdominals are all lengthened into their natural state, right? They want to be here. They want to be this lifted, this lengthened. Inhale, lift your chest, lift your arms, mountain pose. When we exhale, we're going to sit back through Ukatasana. Keep reaching forward. And if you can manage to sit down into boat without your hands, do. If you need your hands, use them. Right. Breathe here for three. Boat's mostly hip flexor work instead of uh, abdominal work. So low boat. Down to your sacrum, squeeze legs, draw into center as much as you can. And then exhale, release all the way down to your mat. Just let it hold you, just sink into you, feel your imprint. A breath in, long slow breath out. As you do, walk your feet in, press the feet down, lift your tailbone in, lift your sacrum up. And then piece by piece, bring your spine up. Press your arm bones down, back of your head down. Breath in, spine in, as much as you can get off the floor. Then exhale one piece of your spine at a time, and as if you could thumbprint your low back into the mat, you're going to do a deep drawing in of your abdominals, where you can feel... The hollowing in of the abdominals. All the breath out. And then on the floor, just release that holding of the abdominals for the low back take its natural shape. When you exhale, press into your feet. We'll go again for bridge, or you could take wheel. Tailbone, sacrum, low back up. Breathe here for five. Come down again, one piece of your spine at a time, lay the lumbar spine, the lower back down, and press it down to the floor, so it doesn't need to be harsh, but you're feeling the abdominals draw in a lot to press that down, and then release them, feel the natural curve come back, and then get to somewhere in between there, where the abdominals are hugging in, you can feel them. They're supporting the curve of the back, but they're not pressing it down. You pick your feet up off the floor, knees to right angles, and just pause there. Again, feeling that your abdominals are doing that work to support the curve of the low back. You're not having to hold your breath to do it. 
if you feel this a little too much, the knees can bend more, heels can come more towards your sitting bones. Keep the abdominals working to hold that lumbar curve as you move the knees side to side, belly twisting pose. Rocking side to side just loosely, lightly. When you come back to center each time, feel your sacrum, your rib cage, the back of your head lining up before you go to the other side. And that lining up of the sacrum, rib cage, back of your head leaves your low back in its natural curve. You can contrast that if you have no low back issues, if you have zero low back issues ever, o and only if that's the case. If you bring your knees in tighter, you can feel how you start to rock across the lumbar spine and it gets heavy, it loses its curve. Bring it back out until you've, you've got the natural shape of your spine. Rock across the back of the sacrum, back of the pelvis. One more round here. Back to center, plant your feet, pause, your breath in, and long, slow breath out. You hug the right knee in, extend the right leg up, left leg out long on the floor. Uh, if that causes your low back to be a little upset, if it's not right, sole the left foot stays to the floor. Hold the back of the right leg. If you'd prefer to take a strap to the foot, you can. A little bit of active work here. Press the leg into the hand, hand back into the leg. As you've got like working at its end range of motion. Let your face soften, your throat soften. Breath moves in and out. Sole of the foot to the floor. You press the right foot down, lift your hips, and roll onto the outer edge of your left thigh. Right knee comes across in a twist, right arm extends back. Another refined twist. And take one hand to your hip, one hand to your hip. So right hand to your rib cage, left hand to your hip. And between those two points, elongate. So that, uh, that could mean pressing your right knee over to the sidewall and dropping your right shoulder heavier into the floor and feel your breath moving maybe set your fingertips rest on the abdominals and the back of the rib cage you know you're breathing of course but feel the shape change of the body as you're doing that it, in the twist the breath goes to, to different places if you've got the hands on kind of the right side of your body just both hands over the right one on the front one on back notice the breath there and then bring the hands over to the, the left side and then we'll unwind all the way back to center lay yourself out by Bringing hips back to center, and we'll lay the hands on the uh, the front of the body here, and use the back side of the, uh, the use a mat to feel the back side of the body. But breathe here. And feel the breath is moving evenly into all the four quadrants there of the torso. And bring the left leg up, and catch behind the hamstring. Deep breath, comb through the back of your leg.
knee, straighten the right leg if it's not already, press the left foot into the floor, bring the, the left knee over into a twist, and we'll take right hand to the hip, left hand to the rib cage, and elongate the space between. So, taking the left knee over to the left, dropping the left shoulder blade down, and you can feel for breath in the uh, front of the body, the back of the body. side, bring the hands to the right side, and just see what's going on there with your breath, front and back. If I feel some slight differences, you probably feel also that your breath moves to where you bring your hands. That's normal. It's actually part of why your teacher asks you to do that kind of stuff. as many spaces as you can. It's true that in a twist and you move your body down, it it's easier to breathe in certain locations. And then by bring, bring your attention to others, you can get the breath to go there as well. Next inhale, your mouth is all dissolved. Come back to center. Line up hips, rib cage, back of your head. Bring your knees into your chest. And happy baby or any other finishing poses you like. When you're ready, Shavasana. feel ready to come back. Start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And gently roll to your right side. Make your way up, seated. Shoulders up to your ears. Just go as high as you can with them. And as you do, find that lifting the center of your chest, elongating the front of your body. Keep that part. Let the shoulder blades slide down. Press the back of your head up like you're lifting the back of your skull right off of your spine. Lengthening the nape of your neck. Being even more drawn up through the front and back of your body. Note any sensations of lightness, spaciousness, the ability to breathe well.
hands together at heart center. Take a moment to honor the space and the strength of your body, your heart, your mind. Same in one another as we draw thumbs to forehead center and offer each other namaste. Well done, y'all. Thank you so much. Very cool. Have a great night. Sleep well. See you tomorrow. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.